And as Sam Malone would say, ladies and gentlemen, here is Robert Louis Ritterelli from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You would know him as Bobby Rydell. Bobby, Bobby Rydell for That's 200, right. please. You got it. I love it. Well, Laurie, come with me. Come with me. I'm going to stand up while I do the second. By the way, I'm, I'm broadcasting it from the radio station, which I do like every other month. I'll visit or every three months. But meaning that I didn't, because I'm not on TV, I'm not, I didn't shave. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt, Banana Republic jeans, and Kohan loafers. So I, I look like any guy coming to sell you something in your office. Every Friday at this time, we do something um, that's never been done. I mean, we've been doing it, but nobody else wants to touch it. It's a marriage segment. Started in 93. And we take a moment out of the day just to talk about the glory and the sanctity and the holiness. And then I add steaminess of marriage, of making your wife your mistress, making your husband your affair guy, and keeping it just spicy and turning up the heat. And it rocks. Now, we didn't get to it last week because I was on the road. We didn't get to it the week before because I was filling in nationally for Mike Gallagher. So it's been three weeks since we've had Robert Cossack come on. He writes our content for our marriage talk. We're up to tip 149. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Good morning, Mr. C. Happy Friday to you, Sam. Uh, hopefully things will go well on this call because uh, I have one of those panic moments where you pick up the, cell, the phone and you get nothing, no dial tone. Oh, really? So one, one of our phones must be off the hook somewhere in the house, and I'm scrambling to <laughs> grab my cell phone. So hopefully I won't lose the sync. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so far, so good. Sounds great. Sounds great. Okay. All right. Let's get to it. Um, oh, and real quick, you know what? It, it, We'll do a juxtaposition real fast before we get to the content. I found an article. It was on Yahoo News. Mm-hmm. And because I use uh, Yahoo for our Sam Malone Show email, so you go to the, the website and you see the news stories. And it was a stories about uh, affairs. And it was a, the typical stupid why people cheat. And it was wrong. It was like, why do, I think it was why do men cheat? I think it was people, men. Yeah. And it was garbage. And it had all thousands of comments about cheating and about bad behavior and evil dirty behavior, filthy behavior. And I sent it to Mr. Cossack for your, for your two cents. And you sent it back to me. He said, look at all these people commenting about bad behavior versus those leaving comments and likes for good behavior, like what we post. I know. I know. It was, it was trash. It was, just, it was trash talk is what it was. It was, you know, a page and a half of trash talk, and they got a couple thousand comments on it, and I didn't even read the comments. They were just pathetic. And I said, and go, you know, here we are, and we're telling you how to do it right from the beginning. Right. We get crickets. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they, they don't want to put their name on it. I mean, they agree with us, obviously, because the show's doing so well. Right. But, but they don't want to attach their name to it, and that's just sad. And that goes back to my days in Top 40. If you talk about affairs, like you say, when's the last time you cheated on your spouse? Where's the craziest place you had an affair? Phone lines blinking for hours, Mr. Kozak. Mm-hmm. Right. And everyone was to tell you their story. Oh, I cheated. I did this. If you did, when I started this, let's talk about how much you love your husband or wife, or what you'll do for them, or giving up your life for your husband or wife. Or when was the last? Yes. Even though it's the right thing. I know. And, and you know who the guy with the horns gets a lot more attention for you know can get people to get more attention to bad behavior. Absolutely, absolutely. That's a, that's a whole political stuff too, right? I mean, they're talking about all that garbage stuff, and people jump on the bandwagon and all of that. But when they talk about here's what will fix us and here's what we need to do, nothing. Exactly. I don't want to sign on to that. Nope. I don't want to sound whatever. But you know, we'll, we'll, but we'll continue because it's very successful. It's it's now the most recognizable part of our show, and we're 
darn proud of it. Here you go. Marriage tip number 149. Common activity. A great way to elevate your relationship with your spouse is to participate in a common sporting activity. For example, if one of you plays golf, you should play plan a golf outing with your, just your spouse. The time together will strengthen your relationship, but only if you do it the right way. One, these are the three rules to make a sport outing with your spouse a positive experience. One, treat it as a date. Two, be a cheerleader, not a coach. And three, it's not a competition. Take it away. Okay, so I, I heard you talking with Denise about this, and you guys said you didn't really have any sporting stuff together. But I think you go shooting together, don't you? We've done shooting, and we go take spin classes together, but they're not like yeah. Yeah, so but but it's one of those things. So so I've talked to a lot of people. In fact, I just had this conversation with someone who who does a lot of golfing stuff, and he took his spouse out, and he goes, it never works. And I said, why? He said, because she's doing it wrong. And I tried to teach her to do this. I said, well, that's the problem. You need to treat it like a date, which is a step number one up there. Go out and have fun, and then act like a cheerleader, not a coach. And that's the problem with a lot of people. If if it's my sport and I'm pretty good at it. Uh, you know, I think I'm pretty good at it, and I'm bringing my spouse along to do it with me. I want them to learn and do it the right way so they would enjoy it more. The problem is, is when you try to do that with them, they don't like it so much. They get they get kind of uh, bad taste in their mouth about it because you're teaching them what to do as opposed to enjoying the time together. And I've just talked to people who have done this the right way, and it is some of the greatest times that you have together because you're just connecting, you're laughing, you're kidding, especially the golf thing. You get out there and you're kissing and having a good time and of course, all the other guys are all jealous that you got this really cute person on your side yeah. that you're having fun with and you're yeah. flirting with. And that's what it should be all about, not trying to teach them how to do it the right way. Who cares if they do it the right way? Buy some extra golf balls. Let somebody else find those that went out into the weeds and the pool or whatever. Exactly. I mean, and if you sit there and act like a teacher, you're not going to get, you know, you know what later. Yeah. But if you're giggling and having fun, and who cares if, you you know, somebody misses the the tea or whatever, I don't know, whatever you call it. Yeah. It's, it's all yeah, it's fun, and just, you just need to be relaxed about it. And anything that you do, regardless of what it is, it could be that you're you're just go for a walk is kind of an exercising, sporting thing that you can do together. And anything that you can do together, do it just to enjoy each other as a date, not as a coach. Not don't make a competition out of it. Might just sound like Denise was making a competition out of it for you when she talked about your golf. But have fun with it. And even if you're doing that kind of kidding around, it's okay. Just lighten up about it, and just finding an activity where you can enjoy each other is wonderful and do great right. things for your relationship. Absolutely. Robert Kosick wrote the book, honorthevow.com, marriage coach, church, de- church deacon, good friend of our show, writes of the content for our marriage talk segments. Uh, I'll talk about throughout the week, and Mr. Kosick writes about it. Yeah, having fun, dude. I mean, if you're golfing, put your hands on your wife's hips. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're like oh. you're the you're the uh, the bad golf t- uh, instructor. I'm not sure you had to do this. <laughs> hey, how you doing, honey? You got to hold your grip like this, and and you, and you have fun. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you should I do. Hope. But too many people try to. It's hard, especially if it's one gentleman I talked to is actually a golf semi-pro, and uh, he. It's hard for him to not want to instruct. And I said, well, you need to learn how to do it. You need to lighten up and relax and have a good time. Yes, and especially and, here and in Houston. With all the golfing going on, all the, all the golf courses we have. Uh, all, so we got the hot and heavy marriage tip also attached to marriage tip number 149 called working out together. Working out as a couple will not only help you rebuild your health, it will also help to rebuild your relationship. There's just something about working up a sweat together that will make you want to work up a sweat together. hi <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're going to be at the gym anyway, watching all these people sweat, 
of the opposite sex that may may get you whatever thinking different things. Right. Why not let it be your wife that you're watching work up a sweat and have fun together? Plus, there's the accountability. You bring each other in. You encourage each other. When you lose a little bit of weight, get in better shape, you feel better about yourself, which enhances your, your um, activities later on in the night and gets you more excited about those things because you feel better about yourself. There's just so many good things about working out, and when you do them together, it just exponentially makes it uh, a great thing to do. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, we do our spin classes. Like, she got yeah. me into that, and I don't like spin classes. I just do it for her. And, mm-hmm. and then it gets to be fun after a while. You know, you're... Yeah. Tokus is going up and down, and you're pushing, you know, the, the, you got your bending the arms on the handlebars, yeah. and I, I'm trying to balance myself, and I'm kind of klutzy, and it, <laughs> it, it's a lot of giggling. It's a lot of fun. You're right, and, and, you know, your wife's all sweaty and hot, so it's all good to go. Anybody who's been at a gym before, you know, there's some of those machines where you tell your wife, I think you ought to get on that machine. <laughs> yeah, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> Every guy knows which <laughs> Yeah, I'll do the spin class, you do that machine. <laughs> Every guy knows which machine that is. <laughs> Robert Kosick, we do our marriage segment on Fridays, keeping marriages hot and heavy. Uh, and then do one on car trips because we like we did, like I said, last week, and we Absolutely. sat in the car together for 10 hours one way. And other than, like, one of us nodding off, not the driver, but one of us nodding off, we were giggling and hooting and hollering and farting and burping. No, I mean, not hurt me. And, like, making fun of people. Like, we were driving out and make, talking about people, where we think they're going with their cars. Or you know where they think what do they think what do you think they do for a living or this gas station wouldn't it be great if they you know if they painted this sign like because we're all, we're in marketing what if they painted this sign and we just had a great time and we still love each other after being com- uh, confined in a car for ten hours that's great and I think I mentioned to you a while back my wife and I took a summer trip one time the kids were all gone at camp and so we had the week to ourselves and I told her kind of similar to what you're talking about I said you know we drive all the way to Austin we drive to these different places in Texas and we're always on the main roads and we blow through these small towns trying to get to our destination you know for whatever we're doing I said I want to take a trip where we just take off on a Monday we'll wind up in San Antonio on Friday and we're just going to meander through all these little towns stop where we want to whatever I didn't even have a single I have one single one hotel room uh, schedule and that was to be in San Antonio Friday. Had no idea where we were staying every night. We just got in the car and we drove. We stopped in these little towns, the character, the people that yeah, we met. Yes, yes. It was wonderful time together. And I tell people that and they said, You were in the car for around your wife for twenty four hours a day for five days straight. And I'm like, well, when when did you all stop having things to talk about? And I said, Well, Sunday got a little slow <laughs> but <laughs> for the most part it was good. But what what I try to get people to understand is we didn't have a horrible relationship and then jump in a car and say, Let's go do a ten hour road trip. We had a great relationship to start with, so I encourage people, build that relationship now so that when you get in the car, it's a fun time together. You enjoy each other, and, and it's really a wonderful trip when you do it the right way. Take Highway 6 out of Waco, north and, yep. and west, and it's just empty out there, and pull over. I mean, I still obviously wear, you know, you wear your piece, but you're meeting interesting people. You're going to the smallest little restaurants you've ever seen in your life, mm-hmm. the smallest little gas stations, and you just make convo, and you have a great time doing it. You do, and there's actually my wife and I, we made that trip a number of times, and one time we stopped at one of those little towns that you get a little bit closer to Waco, and a real little tiny town, I think it was like 10 stores in it, and we stopped and took a walk around. There's actually a store there, at least there was a couple of years ago, and it looks like one of these hoarder-type houses. You had to meander through all these piles of junk on the store. This guy's collected stuff for years and years, books from the 1800s. It was really cool. It was so crowded with stuff, the guy was sitting outside. That's where his office <laughs> was. But you'll remember that. You'll yeah, always remember you know, that. You find something like that. Love yeah. it. Love it. Go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, Marriage Tip Number 149 from Robert Kosick. Wrote the book Honor the Vow, which is honorthevow.com. 
Buddy, good to have you back. Sorry, it's been three weeks since we chatted with the scheduling and stuff. It has. So for all those marriages that fell off the rock, you know, <laughs> wagon during those three weeks, get back on the wagon, go back and listen to some of our tips, and, and get back on track and have exactly. a hot and heavy, passionate weekend. Exactly. Rock and roll, buddy. Helping to keep your marriages hot and heavy. Our marriage segment. Have a good one. I'll talk to you next Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. Roger that, sir. Roger that. Quick break. Sam Malone Show, AM 1070, The Answer. Take this song to my lover. Shoo, shoo, little bird. Go and find my love. Cha, 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 the more. 